Renovation Made Right podcast is partnering with our friends at Renify. We know that planning a renovation is stressful enough, so let the experts take care of the financing. Renify's innovative loan options allow you to borrow more money and create a home that you love today. I'm David Bryan. And I'm Brenda Bryan. This is Renovation Made Right. If you're considering a remodeling project now or sometime in the future, Renovation Made Right is your single source to help guide you through getting the project you want and an experience that you'll enjoy. Renovation Made Right tackles topics that range from how to select the right project and contractor to tips on surviving the remodeling process to best practices for kitchen and bath design. We have over 30 years of experience in the industry and are owners of the well-established design-build remodeling company Black Dog Builders in Salem and Nashua, New Hampshire. We're sitting down with industry professionals to tap into their experiences and insights so we can equip you with the tools you need to make your own project a success. Welcome to Renovation Made Right. I am David Bryan. Yes, you are. <laughs> and I am Brenda Bryan. My lovely co-host. Yes. Actually, the brains behind the operation. Yes. As is always the case. Mm-hmm. So we today, first of all, thank you very much for being with us. Thank you for our expanding listener base, and thank you for the likes and the follows and the subscriptions, and please keep that up. Uh, and if you have a friend that you think might benefit from uh, from what we're doing, uh, we would love it if you would share that as well with yeah, that friend. Yeah, please. Right? please. So, Don't leave your friends in the dark. Yeah, so, we're, so the purpose of our show, if you're new to the show, is we're trying to help people have a better experience when it comes to doing home renovation projects of kind of any variety. So this is a how to end up walking away happy when all is said and done kind of show. Right. Right? Exactly. We're all about the happy. Yeah. How to not get screwed. Right. Yeah, well, that's another way to say it. How to not get screwed. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> interesting, but yeah. That's, uh, so, um, sorry. For your, if your glass is half full if you, if you're mine new, is half empty. <laughs> if you're new to the show, my wife's a little edgy, and I, you know, we're just going to have to work with that. Yeah. So, uh, so Nobody today... Nobody likes we, the how to, howdly doodly guy. Everyone likes the how to doodly guy, right? <laughs> so... Um, so we are, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, folks, my children call me howdy doodly because I'm, you know, like trying, to be a, trying to be a nice guy, right? right? But, yeah, well. Uh, so anyway, let's move past that and into today's topic, shall yes, we? Yes, let's, let's please, shall What we? is today's topic, today's empty person? topic is, so there are a few industry magazines that we read. We keep a good supply in our bathroom because, you know, you need that. And uh, one of them is Qualified Remodeler. And every year they do um, basically a product roundup. So they're most res- requested products um, from remodelers. And so we went through and said, you know, what kinds of things do we want to tell consumers about? You know, there's stuff in here that really would have no interest for you at all because it's really designed for people in the trades. But there's some really cool stuff that we thought we would want to share with our listenership and just say, you know, these are some great products that you should think about and you should be aware of. And some of these things we've touched on in different ways, but um, today we're going to sort of do the, the product roundup and, and, you know, they've pulled out to get pet up, but they pulled out a hundred of them. Uh, there's not a hundred things in here that I think average listeners would really care about or be interested in, but there are some things I think that we could highlight that could enhance your project or, or you could think about uh, that would actually make your home more comfortable or make your home more efficient um, or make your project nicer. Right. Right. So and some of these, uh, you're definitely going to find the division between the things that Brenda gravitates toward and the things that I gravitate. Yeah, I went through and circled ones and they were nothing like the ones Dave circled at all. So we're going to have totally different things to talk about. Right. That's okay. So I'm going to start out and and highlight uh, on-demand hot water heaters or in in general, they also call them tankless hot water heaters, although sometimes that name gets kicked around in different ways. But on-demand meaning... Uh, that un- 
unlike what you probably have in your home right now, you typically have a tank that's filled with hot water uh, that has anywhere from 40 to 60 gallons or 80 gallons of hot water sitting in it, right? Which you are then paying to keep heated all the time, whether you're at work or whether you're on vacation or whatever, you know, that, that's that's a, uh, the design of the system is, is a, a reservoir, a reserve of hot water. And um, one of the big flaws of those systems is they fail every once in a while. Absolutely. It usually seems like every seven years. Yeah, it should be longer than that, but, you know, seven to ten. Yeah. Um, and hopefully you're fortunate enough that you notice a little bit of a drip or a leak underneath it, and you're like, huh, that looks like it's failing. And that's the, that's, the t- that's the tell that says to you, hey, it's time to get the plumber in here and swap out my hot water heater. Right. right? And if you, if you blow that off right. and you don't pay attention to that, then bad things can happen. Yes, and then because a little then you drip. have a, becomes a big flood. Yeah, you know? not good. And depending on where your water heater is, if it's upstairs, that's a bad thing. Yeah, which is not that common in, in the your northeast. Basement is finished. That's a problem. But right. yeah. But if you're at a ranch home uh, yeah. and your hot water heater is in a utility closet, uh, then you're impacted by it. But regardless. That's older technology and not as desirable. However, if unfortunately you don't have propane or gas in your market, you're kind of relegated to that. Yeah. Right? That's what you get. Uh, electric hot water heater. Sorry. If you have propane wah, or gas, wah. right, exactly. If you have propane or gas in your market, you have the option to jump into the tankless um, solution. And the tankless solution means, or on demand, means just what it sounds like, which is there's no large tank of water. And um, you have the, it, it only, comes on and does its thing when you ask for water. And it does it fast. So when you turn a faucet on, it's making hot water almost almost instantly. And obviously it takes the time for it to get from the, the heater to your faucet before you use it, but that's no different than your tank right now. Right. So uh, you're only burning fuel when you're making water that you need. Uh, and in the, in, in the interim, it's static. It's not doing anything for you. It's not doing, it's not using electricity. It's not using propane. It's not using anything. Uh, they last for a, a pretty long time, and they burn way more efficiently. Right, right. right. Well, so. it's it's more efficient because you're not keeping the water heated all the time anyway, right? So you're, well, only, that's you're true. only using it when you're, when you're needing it. But it also is a very high-efficiency burner, meaning that most of the fuel actually creates hot water. Mm-hmm. And what actually goes up the chimney is relatively low amount of wasted heat, mm-hmm. wasted, wasted energy, pardon yeah. me. Um, and, and so the other side of that that's really pretty cool is... Um, it never stops. If you say, I want to have hot water for three hours, it will create hot water for three hours. Your tank will long have since run out, right? right. If you had 60 gallon, 40 gallon, whatever hot water heater, it will have long since run out and electric is slow to replenish, whereas a tankless propane or gas-fired hot water heater, um, it will never stop producing hot water. Uh, it, it does have a limited rate, right? So, so you can only get a certain amount of volume out of it, but you can buy a hot water heater, a tankless hot water heater sized for your application. So right. so if you have basically eight people in your house, you know, four of them being teenagers, you want the biggest system. Right, with the potential for maybe you know, two showers happening at the same time or laundry and a shower happening at the same time. Right. right. You, you just upsize what it can provide. Right. Um, but a great solution, and uh, and they can hang on a wall. They're about the size of a suitcase, a medium-sized suitcase. Uh, and great solution overall, something I really you know you should be thinking about as you're looking at the mechanical s- systems in your home, right. especially as they and come there's time for a couple manufacturers that make them. Oh, a bunch. Yeah, and I'm not going to endorse any particular manufacturers per se, but there are, because uh, like a lot of things, they probably come out of a couple of factories in Japan. Right, uh, right, right. But, uh, but the, the concept is more important. Is sound, I'd actually yeah. have you, I'd have you rely on your, your plumber, plumber that you like and trust as to what product they align themselves with and that they're comfortable servicing. Right. 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 Now, however, 
they typically don't require a lot of service. So no, nice I, we've had one for years and years, and it's required zero service. Exactly, exactly. So let's talk also another product that I think is pretty neat. This is a little bit more on the, the geeky nuts and bolts side, a little less on the design side, is synthetic decking. Right? Yep. Composite synthetic decking. Well, it's kind of a little geeky design. You know, there's some really cool stuff. There is. There is. And, uh, however, this is a product that was pretty flawed in the beginning, right? It was one of those things that came out in the marketplace and... Everybody uh, got really excited and, and then they installed be, it. And, yep. yep. It, it was supposed to be well. bulletproof and rotproof and not ever going to be a problem uh, and it will last forever and blah, blah, blah. And the manufacturers that first came out with it um, we, there were problems. The synthetic decking and the composite decking, which is basically just material that comes extruded through a, through a machine, and it's a combination of wood fiber and uh, and plastic, effectively, mm -hmm. right? Polystyrene. Uh, right. Uh, polyethylene, I think, typically okay. is the is the core of it. But um, but that you know it 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 had its issues, and it would uh, it had its issues in terms of like in some cases being too hot when sun hit it. In some cases, uh, actually, sort of uh, of uncoupling or or you know not delaminating mm -hmm. is the right word, but it would basically take on water and then start to fail over time. Mm -hmm. Right. So this material that was supposed to be great had some flaws. However. Manufacturers have come a long, long way in the product evolution of this material, um, and now they have synthetic decking that's essentially a lot like an M&M, right? I love me a peanut M&M, yeah. and, uh, <laughs> and so it's just, it's a lot like that. I, I, I can vouch for that. He does <laughs> love him, the peanut m &M's. And so it, it has a, uh, most of the decking now that is, that is the decking that I think is sort of the preferred is, an, is a composite core uh, and wrapped in sort of a shell, a PVC shell. So it's a relatively thin shell, but that then affords the manufacturer sort of a, a, a much more durable product because nothing gets to that PVC. Mm -hmm. And the composite product uh, is also more durable. They've designed the, the product, even though there's a, like a wood fiber filler to it, uh, it uh, it's much, much more durable because it's wrapped in that shell. And the, per, the, the part of the surface you're in contact with is very resistant to dirt and stain and, and mm -hmm. discoloration. And they've done a really good job. With at, heat gain. Yeah. With, with reducing the heat gain in mm -hmm. some of the decking and also uh, developing materials that are fade resistant. So you obviously your right. deck sits out there in the sun. Yeah. So if um, you're if you if you pick something that basically looks like walnut, it'll stay looking like walnut. Correct. Yeah. And so and, and they've also now done a good job at emulating decking from not only a color perspective for like some of the hardwood deckings, but also from a graining perspective. Mm -hmm. right? and it does yeah. They're they're really yeah. quite lovely. And it, it doesn't look like a like a photograph. Uh, you know, it doesn't look like cheesy laminate. No. Nope. It's, it's really we, we really redid nice. our our uh, outdoor shower. We this, did. this summer because the the decking that was there clearly you know it's a wet environment it doesn't get a lot of sun because the because it's got panels all the way up around it right rotted out after right. a certain number of years even though uh, the rest of the deck looks fantastic yep so and we so just replaced that one section and it really looks nice yeah and as you think about that too you need to also think about the choice of fasteners and when you're going to spend that kind of money on decking you don't want to be looking at a lot of fasteners so there mm -hmm. are really really cool fastening systems that allow you to put decking down each manufacturer has different systems they've aligned themselves with um, and there's some really neat systems that are essentially are like zero or low visibility fastener systems that secure the decking in place, uh, but you don't have to see them, and it, you know, it really is, makes a really, really attractive finished product. We'd like to take a brief break and talk about our sponsor, Renify. 
Redify uh, works exclusively with credit unions across the country to offer products for people wanting to renovate their homes. So one, of the, one of the things that's kind of neat about that is that um, the credit unions are nonprofit, and so they're really focused on your best interests. Mm-hmm. Um, and Renify facilitates connecting you with these companies. Using Renify, uh, using their app, using their website is no cost to you. Uh, obviously, there's cost for the loan. Uh, but the other thing that's neat about Renify is it allows the homeowner to borrow substantially more than just the equity in their home because Renify looks at the project that you're doing and assigns a value and says, okay, what will the home be worth when, when it's, it's all done? done. Right. And then we'll loan you based on the completed value of the home. Right. right. And so what they do, if you go to their website, it's a cool little website, um, there's a rate estimate tool so you can figure it out. You can oct- actually talk to an advisor who's going to be dedicated to your project. Um, and then they match you up with one of their lending partners. Right. So it's it's an it's a very nice product, and uh, it's a lot easier because they they only focus on renovation projects. This is the only kind of thing that they do. Consequently, they're just good at it. Renify is not a lender. Rather, they've partnered with lenders that leverage Renify's technology to seamlessly provide Renify loans. Renify loans may not be available in your state. For a complete list of licensed states, please visit renify.com forward slash notices forward slash licenses. Renify is licensed as a mortgage broker, and its NMLS ID number is one eight zero two eight four seven. All right, so let's talk about some more fun products. Go. So, uh, decorative shower drains. There are actually some really cool shower drains. Now, everybody's used to what they're used to, which is basically just a circle drain in their shower, which is nothing special or exciting. Um, but there's been some really great innovations uh, in the past probably 10, 15 years to make things more interesting in the shower. There's decorative drains. Uh, there's a there's a company called um, calfaucets.com, um, the California faucets, that actually has really nice rectangular drains that are beautiful. Um, they're either in brass or a stainless finish. and Which can do a really nice job integrating with tile, depending on how you right. think through your tile. Right, exactly. Right. I mean, easier, because most, most tiles have square edges, and so if you have a square drain, that makes it a little bit easier. There are also drains that basically disappear visually. There's um, vertical drains that instead of being right in the middle of your shower, they run along the inside edge of your shower. And... um, and you barely can see them. They're only about maybe an inch and a half wide. Yeah, linear drain. Linear drain. Yeah, there's Thank a linear you. drain, and, that, and, and in some cases, linear drains actually have a channel where you can put the matching tile that you're tiling your yep. floor on. Yep. Uh, so with and it actually drops right into that channel. So you basically have what's what appears to be like kind of a gap between the tile. Right. And that's your drain. Right. Just about the width of the, your grout, basically. And right. and other than that, you don't see it. So there's a company called QuickDrain.com. That, that makes those, and there are several companies that make linear drains, including Kohler's. So you can think a little bit differently about, you know, if you need to look at your drain, at least you can look at something pretty. Or if you don't really want to see your drain, there's all kinds of options in terms of linear drains that are just nicer looking in general. Right, exactly. And, and uh and you can also leverage the use of a linear drain depending on how you're designing your shower. If you're designing, say, a curbless shower, um, putting a linear drain at the leading edge uh, is also some way to ensure that water doesn't ever flow out of the shower. Right, right, right. Um, so there's lots of different ways you can go ahead and design that and utilize that. But it's a neat product, and it's something that I think for a long time a lot of people didn't really think about necessarily. The drain was sort of an afterthought or not meaningful, but so much other there've been you know so much other evolution of materials, especially as it relates to shower valves and shower heads and uh, and the things that you can build into your shower 
making the drain a cool part of it makes sense as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right? Not an afterthought. Right. Um, one other plumbing thing that I want to talk about, and this is just, you know, the, in this particular list that um, uh, that qualified remodeler comes up with, um, they had LK sinks down, and they were talking about their 16-gauge and 18-gauge stainless sinks. Right. So the reason I actually want to bring this up is when you're thinking about products, especially sinks, if you're doing a, a, a stainless sink in your kitchen, go with a 16 gauge or an 18 gauge. They're thick enough that they don't deflect. And I don't know if you've ever had a cheap sink. I happen to have had one <laughs> where uh, you pour a pot of boiling pasta water, for instance, over a, over a sieve and the whole thing deflects and actually pops. It's a little scary when it happens. Um, and that's just, it's just cheap sink. It's a 20 gauge uh, sink. So you want to go with a 16 gauge or an 18 gauge. They're just much more solid. Um, and they usually also have a, a sound coating on the bottom of it. So the only, like I said, you know, they LK had um, a list in here of their sinks, but I just wanted to point that one thing out is that all stainless sinks, without exception, are pretty much great, but you want to make sure it's got a nice thick gauge to it. Right. Right. And while we're on the sink, there's yeah. a cool product that uh, that we've come across, too, that I thought we should talk about, the galley. Yep. And uh, so, you know, it's not an inexpensive proposition, but it could be kind of a game changer for the way you design uh, your kitchen. Because the galley uh, is a product by, uh, the, the website is called thegalley.com. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and what they do is essentially kind of create a workstation that you incorporate into your kitchen. Um, and... It can function. There, there are accessories for it. There, are, it, it becomes much more than a sink. It becomes a prep area. It becomes a serving area. It becomes the. It's the opportunity for it to become a buffet, um, and it's a pretty cool product. Like I said, you it's know, not cheap. It, it is not this cheap. Is like a big investment, but very cool. Right. And it gets it gets integrated into your kitchen. And, and this is, by the way, this is not one of those things that you get to think about after the fact and say, maybe I'll do that. It it needs to be designed um, as, upfront as in, and in the space yep. as part of your project. So check out their website, thegalley.com. It's a really, uh, it's a really pretty cool system. They offer all kinds of, uh, of solutions that, uh, if you love to entertain, um, they, uh, you know, it's a great, it's a great solution. So let's go ahead and uh, and do one more, right? So there's a there's a couple things that I want Dave to talk about because he's a geek <laughs> um, about insulation. There are a couple different kinds of insulation that are worth mentioning. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> So one of which is, so I think a couple things you can think about too. As you're doing renovation work, if you've ever been frustrated by noise transmission in your room, in your house, and you, know, you can hear sound between your bedrooms, or you can hear sound from one floor to the next. This is super important now when people are like moving back and working at home. Right. 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 Like all of a sudden you have an office and and you can hear everything that's going on on the other side of the right. wall. Or maybe you and your spouse are both working from home, yeah. and you're you know you're on Zoom all day or whatever you deal or, or phone calls or whatever. Um, so. You know, just simple things like fiberglass insulation between the studs can go a long way um, when you're thinking about designing your space. And there are a lot of other things you can do to take sound transmission even further than that and reduce sound transmission even more than that. But starting out with uh, interior space insulation that helps deaden the sound, uh, and it's typical, it, it can be mineral wool, rock wool insulation, or it can be fiberglass insulation. And then, you know, there's a few other steps you can go Beyond that, your contractor would understand or know about what some of those methods are uh, to help reduce sound transmission. So it's not, in this particular case, it's not about performance 
from a from an energy perspective, but it's performance from a comfort perspective and a sound transmission perspective, so that you know you're less likely to have to come out of the office. Like, let's say you have a home office, and the kids got home from school, and you're still in the middle of a call, and you know you're less likely to come storming out of the room and saying, "Would you please keep it down?" Because we made you made us quieter room inside the house, right? So right. that's a there's a, a value right there, right? Um, and uh, and so that's a good installation. Another installation that I'm a fan of and the right application is spray foam. And spray foam can get you great performance at a number of levels. It's actually not necessarily, high density spray foam is not great from a sound deadening perspective necessarily. However, it is great from a uh, uh, performance perspective in terms of efficiency, allowing you to get much more R value for the same space that you would used to get with fiberglass. And bigger than that, and more important than that, is it stops air. Right, that's the big deal. Stop air movement. Right. Let okay. me ask you a question. Fire away. If you're trying to make uh, a space uh, more quiet, but your walls are already up and you don't want to have to take to all the drywall down, can you can you have like for instance the the people that do the um, you know they bore those little holes on the exterior? Yeah, so you, can you do that so in interior applications that, as well? Could you do it technically? Yes, you could blow cellulose in the walls. That would actually have some impact. It's a super messy undertaking. Um, and what I'd actually encourage you to do is consider putting another layer of material on the wall and thicken your wall. It impacts the doors. You have to change the way the doors look and so forth. Um, but uh, I don't think you'd get enough value from dense packing interior walls. That's never that's not something I've ever done, but it's a good question. Um, and technically, you could do it, uh, but I don't know that the juice would be worth the squeeze there. Mm. Right? Um, okay. It'd be better to, to to look at some other solutions. And and you know, sound soundproofing is not a small thing. You got it, it. It can be a pretty meaningful thing. Uh, from a cost perspective, but it also can, if you're working from home a lot, it can be pretty valuable from that standpoint. Right, so, right. right. So, okay. Right. Well, those are those are our favorites right now on this this long, long yeah. list of products. We'll and pick we some more up to, in another show. Yep. We wanted to uh, share some of those with you. Thank you for joining us today. This is Renovation Made Right, and I am Brenda Bryant. And I am David Bryant. Thanks for being with us. Take care. We hope you enjoyed this week of Renovation Made Right. We are ecstatic to partner with our friends over at Renify to deliver these podcasts to you. If you are looking to fund your renovation, head on over to renofi.com. That's R-E-N-O-F-I.com. Check them out. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes on our website, renovationmaderight.com, and follow us on social media at Renovation Made Right. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you like the show, leave us a review. 